Hi, I'm Camille. Hi, I'm Bihazaini. Hi, I'm Alex Garcia. Hi, I'm Daniel Yu. Hi, I'm Will Capello. Every week, each one of us talks about something that we find interesting or important in our world. This week, we're going to be talking about extraterrestrial life. So I absolutely love everything science, everything technology, and everything space related. So extraterrestrial life, just thinking about it and learning about all the different theories about what could be happening in other worlds apart from ours is just so fascinating to me. Um, I just wanted to quickly start off. Do you guys believe that there is some sort of extraterrestrial life out there? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. To me, I mean, we're living in a solar system that is within a galaxy, which is one of billions upon billions of galaxies that have billions upon billions of solar systems with billions upon billions of planets. And to me, the idea that we are all there is in the universe, which may or may not even be constrained to one universe, there may be a multiverse, to me thinking that is both ludicrous and kind of arrogant. So believing in some form of extraterrestrial life just makes sense to me because as far as a probability game, it, it is more likely than not that there is other life and other sentience out there. I absolutely agree. Um, I am a full believer, I guess you could say, in like the multiverse and just the sheer possibility of there being other life is so high because they're like the universe is constantly expanding. And to think that somewhere out there, there isn't even a microbe. Like we're not even talking about like big alien Martian sort of things. We're talking about like even something as small that like resembles like an archaea, like a water bear or something, these small bacteria or small organisms that can live in very harsh environments. Like to just think that those could, those could definitely live on some sorts of surfaces and some sorts of planets that even humans couldn't live on. So we're not, we're not only talking about like big alien Martian things, we're talking about these smaller things too. I'm curious if even on Mars, they have little microbes that are surviving in the harsh environment. Cause I mean, maybe they, I, I haven't looked into it as much if they've done research on that, but who's to know if in some cave in Mars, they've got microbes surviving out there. And that counts as uh, alien life to me. It's not like some big Martian from Mars attacks is on Mars, but like a little uh, a little microbe could definitely exist even within our solar system. And as far as you expand, who's to say there isn't another sentient life form? Yeah, definitely. And have you guys ever heard of TRAPPIST-1, the TRAPPIST-1 solar system? It came out like a few years ago, I think like in 2017, but that that solar system became very well known it was all over the news because it contained i think around like i believe like six or seven planets that resembled earth with conditions that may have water and to think that you know there are also there are thousands of other planets out there that resemble earth they have like good conditions for life to possibly form and so like again it's just like a solar system such as trappist even it's like very far away though I think it's really 49 billion light years away so it's very far but it's a solar system such as that that has multiple planets that resemble earth that have the possibility of having water and the possibility of having life I think that 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 would be like researching that would be such a great step forward into science and to understanding evolution and the universe have any of you guys heard about something called Fermi's paradox it's about it concerns intelligent life and like the probability of us finding it. 
um, just finding intelligent life across the span of the entire universe. And like, it comes in degrees of intelligence as well. So like our chance of finding uh, super intelligent life, possibly more maybe even likely smarter than us or a life about the same level of us. And like, it goes down like hierarchical and like a hierarchy based on intelligence. And it's essentially like the more intelligent a species is, the less likely that we will be able to find it due to like all sorts of external circumstances or even just internal circumstances related to that species. Like what we are doing right now, like world wars or famines or just any sort of events that might influence how they are perceived. Two ways of thinking about it always interested me the most. One was a society before it can get to the level where it finds other intelligence life, intelligent life will destroy itself, kind of building off what you said, through um, famines or world war, just uh, destroying themselves through their own faults. But I also like the, the idea that human beings, because I mean, the universe is relatively young, that we, we're the first intelligent life forms, and that in millions of years, we're going to be the species that go out and find intelligent life. And we're the ones who are like in that, that Twilight episode, Twilight Zone episode, it's like a, to eat man. And it's uh, these big tall aliens that come to earth and uh, they, they eat people. But that's not the important part. The important part is like aliens coming to earth and trying to give us knowledge and cure all our diseases and cure and find a better way of life. I like to think humans, thousands, millions of years from now, become that species. Yeah, I mean, kind of like springboarding off of what you said, I kind of want to pose this question out there. What do you guys think um, is the impact of having like this like dramatization of alien life in Hollywood or like in other types of movies? Like, how do you think it changes the perspective of people? And do you think it has like a positive impact and negative impact? What are your views on that? Well, I mean, I think it kind of gets people thinking that aliens are like more outlandish than they are because it paints this picture as like Alex said about these Martians from Mars attacks and stuff like that when that simply isn't the case. I mean, it can be other intelligent life forms or it can be, as you said, something as simple as like a microbe or a a simple parasite or something like that. And I think that that does have a negative impact because it creates discourse like just false discourse among people talking about how aliens are something ludicrous when they're not yeah generally i think the popular portrayal of aliens and like media overall is somewhat negative and if alien if intelligent aliens do exist and we ever do manage to be in communication with them i'm kind of worried about the general reaction of humans towards them but then again in recent media we've been seeing like more like I, I I don't know whether to say inclusive since we don't actually know if they're we haven't actually been in contact with aliens yet but they're just more inclusive portrayals of them as like I don't know just more human-ish like more empathetic even so we don't so maybe in the future we will be more open-minded but as of right now I just I'm not sure yeah um have you guys ever heard of SETI? It, there, it, it stands for Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence Institute. Um, they're pretty much this institute based off in uh, Berkeley, UC Berkeley. Uh, they monitor for like signs of 
radiation from civilizations on their planet. Uh, I actually did some stuff with them a few years ago, but what they essentially do is they're looking for any sort of signal from other life forms and other worlds and other solar systems, other planets, wherever it is. And it's actually something that every that anyone can get really involved in. You can just download the software on your computer and what, you, what it does is it analyzes uh, these transmissions, transmissions, these like electromagnetic radiation transmissions uh, to see if either aliens are trying to reach out to us or if we can try and reach out to aliens or any other type of highly intent, intelligent life form. Do you guys think that would be like something pretty cool that more people should get involved with to like try and race to find the first life form? Uh, humanity, has, there's just so many people out there. If we were to get millions of teens or students or whatever to work towards a singular goal, I wonder if that would speed up the process for finding alien life. But I do think that because the universe is so large, it's like a needle in a haystack. Even if you do have a bunch of kids working on it, or a bunch of adults, a bunch of any anything, it's we've been in a hunt for alien life for decades now, for millennia now. People have always been fascinated with the stars, and we've had millions of good people working towards it. And yet, there's promise, there's an intrigue, but I don't think there will be concrete evidence, even within our lifetime, unless it's within our solar system on a planet nearby. So it would be cool to get into that, and it, especially if those who are interested in extraterrestrial life, the space, STEM, things like that. But for the general populace, I don't know how much that could work on getting concrete information as far as aliens go. Yeah, and about that, we also have to take into account that maybe um, we are able to communicate to aliens, but they just don't want to communicate back. About, the SETI, about SETI itself, one of its official policies is that no response to a signal or other evidence of extraterrestrial intelligence should be sent until appropriate international consultants have taken place, which is pretty interesting when you consider their mission goal. And also, like, it sparks debate about whether we should even try to contact extraterrestrial life. Like, what if they have some sort of, like, malintended goal or even just goals beyond our comprehension that might damage us in the long term? And yeah, I mean, when you guys think of like extraterrestrial life, what is like the first thing that comes to mind? Like, like, how do you picture it? Do you picture it as like, like a weird blob? Do you picture it as a little bacteria? Like, I wanted to see how you guys feel and like see extraterrestrial life in your mind's eye. I think that like the way Hollywood has like portrayed it with like, you know, the normal figures that you see in the cartoons that you draw that's usually the way I see extraterrestrial life like aliens and stuff but I don't I feel like it there's like a really big chance that they probably don't look like that and I'm not really sure how we even got that picture in the first place I don't know if any of you know but like that's the only way I can ever imagine an alien looking but um, at the same time I have a feeling that there's probably a different way that they look like they probably don't look like that. When I picture an alien, my mind initially goes to like three images, really. Uh, South Park, the first episode, Cartman gets uh, abducted by aliens. And they're these tall gray creatures with thin arms. And they're the stereotypical Hollywood version of an alien. And then Mars attacks. The, they've got the glass dome around their heads, the big brains and the beady eyes. Or uh, the Twilight Zone episode. Like Those are all the real aliens. That's what I think they look like. Um, 
that's always what I picture. When in actuality, I think I should be picturing more just microbes, like those water bears, those little uh, microorganisms that can survive basically anywhere because most other planets are way harsher than Earth. And I shouldn't, it's, it's uh, a stretch to think animals as evolved as multicellular cellular organisms could evolve on other planets just because that's probably not even an advantage for them. It's so harsh out there. So I should probably sort of restructure my view. Hollywood's kind of skewed that. For the most part, it should be these small organisms that could survive in the pits of hell because that's what a lot of planets end up being. Um, to go back to what Abia said about like how um, people started getting that view of aliens, I mean, I think it's mostly for viewership. I mean, nobody's really going to watch a movie about um, some microorganism that's sort of just surviving and sitting in place on a foreign planet. They want to view these foreign invaders that are attacking Earth, and then eventually it culminates in some big battle, and that's kind of just how that picture of aliens uh, comes into place. Yeah, I want to also springboard this to another question I have. I know I'm posing a lot of questions to you guys, but uh, I think these types of questions are like what really get, get us talking about and thinking about this type of stuff. So whenever I have talked about extraterrestrial life with other people, the responses typically differ depending whether or not they're religious. Uh, like some of my friends who are on the more religious side believe that God created only humans as or like the only earth as having the sentient beings and that no other planet, no other solar system, no other anything has beings that are sentient that have, you know, anything that's living. How do you guys see the religious aspects being a part of the conversation regarding extraterrestrial life? I think that like it's like with religion, from what I see, um, God's given life to organisms like, you know, animals like dogs and cats and stuff on the farm and, you know, those type of animals. So like, I don't understand how he wouldn't, like how there wouldn't be any aliens when like there's still species that we haven't found in terms of animals. So then like having a species that we haven't found outside the world is also a chance. I don't know if that makes sense, but like there are organisms and I'm pretty sure like if you believe in religion from what we believe that like God just gives life and it doesn't really particularly say which life he gives. Um, that's my point of view, but I, I don't know what other people think. I'm. I'd consider myself decently religious. I go to church pretty regularly. I try to read up on religion. And um, it wouldn't be a stretch for me to think that God created life on our earth or in our universe. He's been, he's omnipresent. Why wouldn't he create life in other universes? Why wouldn't he create other life systems to, uh, to, to spread joy and to spread his message? I don't know why it'd be a uniquely human thing. So I think, I guess I could understand where people are coming from for religion, like the whole God created the universe in seven days and uh, it's just the human race he breathed life into, but it wouldn't be a stretch to me to think he could just create more systems of, uh, and humanities that embody his spirit and his message. Uh, Cause that, that makes more sense to me than thinking he'd limit it to uh, just one organism and social structure. Uh, going off what Alex said, I think that, like, um, from uh, my religious point of view, like, we say God is 
um, God is the master of the universe. So I guess like we don't say the world uh, or the earth. So it would make only sense to say that, you know, there is probably something out there. And also even like for the day of judgment and stuff, uh, when I was like growing up, I heard that there was like dogs as like some played some type of role in the day of judgment or some sort of thing. I'm not like completely clear on it, but I've heard like aliens that played a part in the day of judgment. I wouldn't like 100% say I know what I'm saying. I've heard and like my parents taught me that growing up. So I feel like um, uh, I think Islam accepts that, but I'm not sure about other religions. Like Alex said, I think if God is omnipresent, then I'm pretty sure religion also accepts aliens. So I want to pose a hypothetical question to all of you. If we were to find another highly intelligent life form from another world, another solar system, wherever it may be, and if they were peaceful, what type of relationship do you think that Earth and those other life forms would have? Do you think it'd be peaceful? Do you think war would end up breaking out? What do you guys think would be happening? Honestly, it's difficult to say. And I think it depends on a lot of factors, especially the situations of both our planets. For example, I mean, as we know, resources are finite. Energy can even be considered finite when when you uh, think about it in terms of like fossil fuels and stuff like that. And if we don't come uh, up with a way to develop renewable energy sources that we can depend on, or if the um, other planet doesn't, then it could end up being kind of like a Hollywood film in the sense that we're at war for the other planet's resources and trying to take advantage of them. Or if not, if that's not the case, then we could possibly form um, sort of an alliance or a coalition in, in pursuit of a common goal. Um, yeah, I think it really depends on our current position and the temperament of this alien species as a whole. So like if this alien species is too trusting and peaceful, then I kind of have a bad feeling that on because of the nature of the people who we choose to represent us in dealing with these aliens, so politicians, um, they'll just end up betraying them for humanity's self-interests rather than as for like living life as a whole. And if the aliens are like deceitful, then um, that's also probably not so great for us either. I think if we were to come into contact with alien life, it could go probably one of two ways in an ideal way, probably in a probably more realistic way. Ideally, finding a life form above our own could unite us and make us the human race versus, or not versus, the human race and that other alien species. Um, and we kind of don't think about borders and, you know, I'm, I'm from America and you're from, uh, anywhere else but we think of more I'm from earth and they're from another planet and ideally we would get rid of all these barriers but and, and all these tribe tribes and where we belong from to and where we go and all of that but I think in an ideal world if we were to make contact with aliens we'd kind of dissolve all those uh all, all of our tribal nature and it's like I'm American it's just I'm from earth and it could bring a lot of peace to earth but on the other side of that token, it could really make our divides even harsher. People can kind of draw away from uh, unity and they're like, oh my God, there's another species out there. We have to 
consolidate um, our nationalism and think even higher of ourselves because we're better than that other species. And then you can have uh, a whole debate over who's going to be a delegate to the the alien species. And there could be a lot of there could be a lot of bad in that. I mean, if you look at um, us as a human race, we have like titles like developing world and developed world. So I would like we're always fighting for superiority. So I feel like if the other species is superior in where they are, like the whatever planet they live on and whatever their region is, then I feel like it would kind of compete between the two of us and uh, the human race might try fighting for superiority. And that could, you know, it could go both ways. It could, could go like uniting all of us or it could just end up being really bad. Yeah, I'm inclined to be a pessimist considering that the last time uh, something like this happened. So take, for example, the colonists reaching the new Americas and meeting the Native Americans. Um, it didn't exactly help to broaden their sense of worldview in a positive manner. Yeah, I mean, also, spring bring up what you just said, like with the colonists, I mean, when the colonists came over, a lot of people died, not only colonists, but also Native Americans because of the different diseases that they were exposed to when they were growing up. And so, I mean, that might, by some chance, these alien life forms would come here, we were to go over there, um, something similar could definitely happen. And depending on the scale and the spread of it, it could potentially be far worse than COVID-19, you know? That's kind of a scary thought. Um, the issue with that, though, is because um, that aliens will likely not share DNA close to ours enough so that any diseases they might have will be able to spread to us. So I don't think that's a worry that we have to worry about. But I think definitely the nature of humanity will not change, even if we do manage to make contact with other alien species. All right. So to just start to wrap up, let's go to our Connect Today questions. So how do you guys think this affects all of you? Um, to be honest, I am quite unsure whether or not we will ever meet aliens within our lifetime, um, much less in a thousand years, but it's possible. Um, I can't rule out the possibility. So while this doesn't seem very um, impactful on our personal lives as of right now, I think considering how we should treat aliens is a good analog to how we should be treating other people in our society like with respect, uh, with courtesy, and we should also like treat them with tolerance and understanding. So I think it's a good thought exercise, but until aliens do come to earth, I, yeah, I just don't think it's very practical. I think the very nature of it is that it really won't impact us, um, at least not directly for, for the time being, because of how, or likely how far away aliens are. But but Dan made a good point. It does show how in a vacuum or like in a totally different scenario, you can just say, how should we treat others? Whether it's an alien, whether it's someone different from us, whether it's someone we just met, I think it can be valuable in teaching people lessons. Um, I mean, yeah, we probably won't find uh, aliens in our lifetime. But that doesn't mean that we won't have an impact on finding them in the future. I mean, uh, for example, one of the top methods for space exploration that scientists are talking about is generational spaceships, which basically multiple generations of humans inhabit a spaceship 
as it travels through space. And perhaps I go into an engineering field or uh, end up working in astrophysics. I'll be working on problems and coming up with solutions that directly impact uh, exploring space in the future. So in that way, it impacts me. I think the, like Dan said, I feel like this would be a really good thought thing. Like thinking about it um, in terms of just also like Earth itself, there's so many organisms that we're not like aware of and that we don't know of. Like I know under Mount Everest, people say that there are species living under there. Um, like COVID, we didn't expect. So it's like kind of the same thing as what we've said over the past years. Like now humans know that like there's a lot of unexpected things that can come our way. And we just have to be as prepared as we can, but we have to know that we can't always be fully prepared. And that's like seeing extraterrestrial organisms coming in. We don't really, we, we won't be prepared, but we can have that thought in the back of our mind and think about what would we do if that was, if that was a possibility. All right, bye, I'm Camille. Bye, I'm Vija Zaidi. Bye, I'm Alex Garcia. Bye, I'm Daniel Yu. Bye, I'm Will Capello. Tune in every other Monday to join us. And a special thanks to Sophie Solarino for editing. If you would like to subscribe to her Instagram, it is at topic underscore of underscore today underscore. And if you'd like to reach out to us, our email is topicoftodaypod at gmail.com.